Welcome to In The Moment Live. I am Janine Rotter. I've spent the past decade educating clients through my one-on-one personal coaching programs and online nutrition courses. My work has been published in health and fitness articles, Oxygen Magazine, and many Arizona-based media outlets. Today, I am empowering women to live their best lives in the moment. Each week, you will find me here with an exciting new guest or solo where no topic is off limits, bringing unique life experiences to the table live and in the moment. Meet with me every week for in-depth hot topic sessions where no topic is too taboo. In the moment live, we talk about health and wellness, sexuality, intimacy, and spirituality, and how they all connect together for the most powerful and meaningful life. I encourage you to join us during our live sessions and to submit your topic ideas for a chance at it being the main topic in the moment, plus the opportunity for you to be coached by me live one-on-one. This is In The Moment. Welcome to In The Moment. Um, Last month, you know, we dove deep into boosting your inner confidence and in the bedroom, I discussed that and how um, to master your skills in the bedroom. And today we're talking about building confidence between our legs, right? Because that's so Mm -hmm. important. Um, If you're listening on the replay, um, again, I would just like to tell you guys, it's deeply appreciated if you could like, follow and review the show. It's brand new, a month out. Um, So whatever platform you listen to or watch it on, I would greatly appreciate you to like, follow, and leave a review and your feedback. I read all of those, and um, it would be beautiful if we could grow this platform for women. So share it with your friends, your family, your neighbors, uh, any hot topic suggestions that you would like. Uh, email those to me at info at janinerotter.com, or if you'd like to be a guest, reach out to me. Okay. So today, I am here with my personal sexual health specialist. We're going to dive into her credentials a little bit later, but a good friend, Cheryl Schaaf, um, Schaaf, sorry, I already messed no, up. Please. And we're going much deeper into sexual insecurities that women have around their vaginas. But first, what I want to say today is that if you're live today, and if you're listening on the replay to know that ladies, it's not just us that have insecurities, right? Men have just as much insecurity um, when it comes to their penises. And what I've been told from my doctor friends is that penis insecurities are a really hot topic right now. Um, What happened with the lockdown and COVID is, as you could imagine, you know, we were in lockdown having a lot more sex than normal, right? So it drove office visits to the urologist way up. Um, We went from having sex maybe a couple times a week, maybe even a couple times a month, to several times a day. Um, Our men were expected to rise and shine at the occasion, right? So we'd wave that magic wand and expect them to be ready to go at it. And what this really highlighted was that both men and women in the bedroom have a lot of insecurities. And I think that lockdown just really brought awareness to that. I mean, we were with each other 24-7 and communication was brought up or it just wasn't working as it should. So today I wanted to start this session with um, creating an intention, right? Most first and foremost is that non-judgment, right? We're in the bedroom um, and it's to have it not only with ourselves, but for the others that we share the bed with, Um, you know, just having non-judgment and communication is so important. And to the ladies, you know, I just want to say that our vaginas are like faces, right? Literally no two women's vulvas are the same. Um, That's what makes us beautiful and unique. And just like penises, they all come in many different shapes and sizes. And we are all 100% normal and beautiful just the way we are. But what happens is, you know, we, there are other issues that arise. So let's just hold that intention, right? And let's just tap into these words that if it's not broken, don't go to major extremes to fix it, okay? And that's what we're talking about today is the non-invasive procedures that are available to women that um, can do great benefits for you in the bedroom and in in workouts, 
Um, but also remembering that, you know, compliments go a long way for all of us. And don't be afraid to tell your partner how much you enjoy their penis and how much you enjoy their vagina, right? So be bold, be descriptive in the bedroom and tell them, you know, basically all of it, right? I love the way you taste. I love the way you smell. You know, you feel good. There's nothing more, there's no better turn on than hearing how much that you are satisfying your partner. Okay. It's, it's hot. It's sexy. It takes co-creation to have amazing sex and let's communicate. So I think that's basically where it all stems is communicating and talking to your partner. So like I tapped earlier is sometimes there's just more to it, right? Sometimes you can be secure, but there's just something that, you know, maybe you need increased sensation, maybe more natural lubrication, um, enhanced bladder control during exercise, right? Sometimes as we age or not even, you know, the younger females, and I know Cheryl can help us with that, but we have bladder control issues when we're working out in the gym and there's things that we can do to help that. Um, maybe you're having pain during intercourse, um, you know, infections, or maybe you want a tighter filling vagina, right? You want more pleasure for you and your partner, right? But again, let's hone in on if it's, if, if you're having good luck in the bedroom, right? It's, it's working. So, um, but if any of those things are you, we've hit the jackpot today, you've landed on the right session because that is why I brought, um, you Cheryl, um, who's passionate about women's vaginas. Her skills have made her sought after by aesthetic companies and patients alike. Women appreciate her gentleness and her compassion. And it helps to know that she has personally experienced all of the procedures we're going to talk about today herself. Okay. She's been featured on hundreds of televised sexual health segments on NBC, ABC, and CBS. She's a national speaker and trainer for women's sexual health and was recognized for performing the most femi-lift vaginal rejuvenation treatments in 2018. Cheryl loves educating women about the latest non-surgical sexual health procedures, products, and vaginal sexual regenerative therapies. Cheryl, welcome to In the Moment. Thank you. Are so you happy ready? to be here. Yes, I'm ready. <laughs> so let's go down there. Mm hmm. So, so, yeah. So, you know, here you're here today to discuss how women can become more in tune, secure and confident with their vaginas. So I have a lot of questions. But yes. first, let's tap into your credentials. OK, perfect. Um, so I have been a registered nurse for the last 13 years, a board certified family nurse practitioner for the last seven years. And during the last seven years as a nurse practitioner, I've only had two specialties, and that is aesthetics, so the typical Botox and fillers of the face, but also sexual health. And seven years ago, I had no idea what sexual health was. Um, my dream and passion was to be in plastic surgery. So as a registered nurse working in the hospital setting, um, I worked in plastics However, in the hospital setting, plastic surgery is all um, reconstructive for traumas, burns, and cancers. My goal when I became a nurse practitioner was to work in the private uh, plastic surgery setting, where everything is now fun, elective, and cosmetic. So it's kind of a strange story, but I was found on LinkedIn by the first private plastic surgeon that I worked for. Um, I'm originally from Northern California. I went to college in Tampa, Florida, and the surgeon in Scottsdale, Arizona, found me on LinkedIn, saw that I went to the University of South Florida, saw that I worked at Tampa General Hospital on a plastic surgery team, said that anyone that worked for Dr. David Smith, who was who I was working for in Tampa General, could work for him, even though I was brand new and had no idea what I was doing. Um, it was that small network that allowed me to have my dream job instantaneously out of grad school. So I moved to Scottsdale, Arizona with my dream job straight out of grad school. And I initially assumed that I would be helping the plastic surgeon in the operating room because that was my background. And he said, no, you are more beneficial 
to my patients in clinic. He said, I'm going to teach you how to do Botox, fillers, post-operative care, but most especially sexual health. And I was like, sexual health? What the heck is that? Nice. <laughs> and he said, Cheryl, I'm going to make you the, the premier um, women's health specialist in Arizona. And that he did. Unfortunately, he wasn't able to see that come to fruition because seven months after I moved to Arizona, he passed away, um, unfortunately, to suicide. However, he opened the door um, to a specialty that I have become so passionate about because it works. There's absolutely no way that I would continue doing what I'm doing, whether it's the Femilift, Oshad, Cleavana, um, peptides, hormones, what have you. I would not be involved if I didn't believe in it and see the difference that it makes in women's lives. Um, you know, doing aesthetics is fun. You know, I also enjoy doing Botox and fillers, but the real fulfillment comes from the sexual health because it's, you know, a woman's deep self-esteem, um, how she feels about herself sexually, whether alone or with her partner. Right. So with that being said, that's how I got started seven years ago. And I've worked with multiple doctors. Um, I started with a plastic surgeon, also worked with a dermatologist, and in the last few years worked with very renowned gynecologists. So in my career, I've put myself with the best of the best to absorb everything that I could. And um, when it comes to non-invasive, non-surgical vaginal procedures, I, I love the Femilift, which is a fractional CO2 laser. I love the O-Shot, which is a platelet-rich plasma, also very quick non-surgical procedure. And basically what these procedures do uh, is anti-age the vaginal canal there is a misconception that you have to have something wrong with you. You really don't. Um, I don't know how we want this conversation to go, but. We want it to go there. Okay, good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think the attendees listening in, I mean, I think that's why this is good. This is a hot topic. I, I think women, they don't talk about it. I mean, I think, mm -hmm. you know, I think it's still so taboo and so many women have so many questions that they're afraid to ask either in their, their friend group or so, no, I, I want you to be vulnerable. I want us all to be vulnerable and open and I want to go there. Okay. So let's get vulnerable. Um, we'll start first with the, the medical indications. So 30% of women experience stress urinary incontinence. So that's when you leak a bit, a little bit of urine, when you cough, laugh, sneeze, exercise. Um, I had that issue in my thirties, never had children. Um, there really wasn't any reason for me to have stress incontinence, but I did. So, you know, I would run and look like I peed my pant pants by the end of it. No longer an issue. 50% um, of women suffer from um, vaginal atrophy or genital urinary um, symptoms of menopause. So that includes vaginal dryness, pain with intercourse, um, vaginal irritation. Those what issues. Was that percentage? I'm sorry. What was that percentage? 50% oh my of God. women have postmenopausal symptoms um, that can include dryness, pain with intercourse, vaginal irritation. Um, basically, it's the thinning of the tissues and the drying of the tissues where you can use a bucket of lubricant and it could potentially still be extremely painful because the tissue is so thin. And then you have women who um, don't have strong sensations. So 30% of women do not experience orgasm during, oh wait, you know what? That is wrong. Only 30% experience orgasm every time they have sex. So there's 70% of women who are not experiencing orgasms when they're having sex. And um, we can improve sensation and sensitivity. We can improve the feeling of snugness um, for you and for your partner. And so that could be a loss of tone and tightness related to childbirth. It could be loss of tone and tightness related to age. It could be going from a big partner to a small partner. Whatever the case may be, we can improve sensation. So those are the three main medical indications, stress urinary incontinence, postmenopausal symptoms, and loss of tone and tightness. However, 
you don't have to have any of those symptoms. Uh, you don't have to have stress incontinence. You may not have ever had children. You may not be in menopause, but you just want to improve your sensations. You want to anti-age your vaginal tissue. You just want to essentially have the best vagina you can have. And that is your choice. And if you want to do that, I am happy to help you. Nice. You know, when you say that, I was that was a question I was going to ask is, you know, I, I did a quick Google search and it said that nearly 50% of women, women are worried that their vagina is abnormal in some way. And mm -hmm. do you find in your inner circle of your, your friends, I mean, I'm sure they talk to you because they know it's your profession, but mm -hmm. before doing this, were you guys talking about it? Do you, do you, is, do you think it's more than 50%? I mean, cause judging by what you just said, 30 to 50% mm -hmm. of the women in those statistics I would say it's it could be higher than 50% of the women are not happy with some sort of their uh the way that that it's the way it's working, the way it's functioning, the way it looks. Yes. So I'll tell you personally, I'm 41. I've never had kids and I used to be very insecure um with my vagina. I think most women are. We we don't know what to compare it to, just like you said earlier how men you know, have a lot of insecurity about their penis, whether it's the right size, the right shape, you know, we women have that insecurity too. And so in the last seven years, I've seen thousands of vaginas and we, we all have, you know, slight variation, but everybody is normal. And mm -hmm. so whenever I treat a patient, the first thing I tell them when I do examination is, you know, you look great, you look normal, everything looks healthy. This is what we want. And she, she'll feel a sense of relief, like, oh my God, I thought I was so abnormal down there. And we're not. And so with my own personal confidence, after treating thousands of women, I've come to realize in my own body, you know, I'm normal. I'm okay. There's no reason to be insecure um, about our vaginas. And right. I think it's just talking about it. Um exposing ourselves, I suppose, and, and just realizing that it's okay to say vagina. You know, there were some commercials that didn't want me to say vagina. I know. Well, and it was so weird when I was, you know, writing up my script and stuff. It's like, you know, there's so many names for it. So when you do that Google mm -hmm. search, it's like, holy shit, these, the, the names are so out there and they, they're dated way back from hundreds of years, you know, from mm -hmm. the, the really nasty C word to, to, you know, um, all of it. I was just like, man, they've had nicknames for a long time, but mm -hmm. you know, what's interesting is I think with a lot of women still have not taken the mirror and looked down there. Right. I still think mm -hmm. that it's still for whatever reason, there's that, you know, I'm not going to look down there or I don't want to look down there for whatever reason. I think so many women don't. And then now you have this, these girls, you know, with porn, you know, you used mm -hmm. to be able to, it used to, used to be pretty hard to watch porn. You used to have to go on pay-per-view and rent it, or you had to buy mm -hmm. the magazine, but now it's just so, so easy. And at your fingertips to watch porn and mm -hmm. they have these Barbie vaginas that are not, they've been, you know, they've gone under the knife and they've been aesthetically mm -hmm. changed and so mm -hmm. that's what these young girls are growing up with is mine doesn't look like that. So if they are taking mm -hmm. the mirror down there, you know, they're, they're, they're comparing themselves to these porn stars and mm -hmm. so, because that's all they're seeing, but mm -hmm. it just breaks my heart that that's all that they have to compare it to. Cause you know, they're not usually not sharing it with their friends, although tanning, right. The self tanning, you're going in there mm -hmm. with the girls and she's, she's getting up in there. But mm -hmm. I, mean, I think porn has really been a detriment to, and the same with penises, right? These guys mm -hmm. are, they're hung, they're, they're, they're picking guys that are, you know, aesthetically larger than the average man. And they're mm -hmm. injecting them with serums to keep them erect for, you know, a long period of time. So it's when you say, you know, a lot of what I've heard you say is that, we're hearing the function of the vagina, right? But mm -hmm. I know when I first met you, I asked you that question, you know, is it normal? Mm -hmm. Does it look normal? Mm -hmm. And, but what age are you finding these girls coming to you that they're not happy with 
the 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 labia or the color mm-hmm. of it or what what are you finding these girls at at what age are they coming to you with these mm-hmm. if if they are right um when it comes to the look there really is no particular age i have women of all ages a lot of times when it comes to the the labia it has to do with function so sometimes the inner labia can be a little larger we can call them the the flower petals of the vagina and occasionally you know they can be longer one side can be longer than the other and it can actually cause physical discomfort when you're working out or you know maybe if you're wearing leggings um they're visible and it makes you feel uncomfortable so i tell every woman it's what you feel comfortable with we do have non-invasive procedures that can kind of tighten the external labia um, to a point that they are more comfortable. However, if we do the non-surgical um, procedures and they're still having discomfort, whether it's actual physical discomfort or you know the the um, insecurity of the labia, then I can um, put them towards a surgeon that I trust. But it really is, you know, how a woman feels about herself. I'll always suggest non-surgical first. And if that's not enough to make her feel comfortable, whether emotionally or physically, then I can refer to a trusted surgeon. Um, but I wouldn't just go to anybody for a labioplasty. You definitely want to go to someone who has experience and knows what they're doing. Is that the most common complaint with the younger girls is the labia? Um, it. Again, it's not just younger women. Um, it's many women who have had children and maybe they notice, you know, after childbirth, their their labia is not the same. Um, like I said, one side might be a little larger than the other side and they just want to be comfortable in their own skin. Um, when it comes to coloring, as we age, you know, coloring does change. Different ethnicities have different colors. I'm half Asian. I can tell you that when I was in my late 20s, I went, actually I was 29, I went to my first Botox appointment and I asked the nurse practitioner if she could do lightening of my skin down there. And she was like, oh my God, why do you want that? And I was like, why not? Why can't I have my skin down there lighter? And she was like, you don't need that. And again, to your point about comparing to you know, pornography or whatever, you know, I'm half Asian and I expected to have a, a pink Caucasian vagina. It's not going to happen. Right. And right. so I have a lot of patients who are similar to my complexion. Maybe they're Asian, maybe they're, you know, of Spanish descent. Maybe they're just, they have dark hair and more of an olive complexion. I tell them, girl, you are not supposed to have a pink vagina. That's not what you were meant to have. Love the color of the vagina you have. Yeah, I know. I know. And that's where I wish that it was just so, I I guess I wish it was more out there. And that's why I keep, you know, kind of trying to hone in on the younger girls because that, you know, I'm around, we have a lot, I have a lot of followers and they're, they're young and they're, there's Mm -hmm. a lot of concern and they're, you know, and it's, they have these questions because they think, oh, I'm so young. I shouldn't be having these problems. So it is, it, it happens at all ages. And I, I remember you telling me that, that, you know, some of these younger girls, you know, even not having children, right. They have these, these problems that we think come only later in life. So it's, it's the way we were born. It's genetics. Mm-hmm. It's, you know, there's, there's a lot involved and it, yeah, I love that you're able to touch so many people and tell them that, no, you're normal, you're beautiful. And yeah, mm-hmm. it's, it's, and that you were told that at 29, right? You know, mm-hmm. no, you're not doing that procedure. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but um, yeah, it, I know a question too was how does a woman's relationship with her vagina affect her relationship with herself and her partner? Mm-hmm. Mm, I mean, that's a tough one. If you, well, let me take one step back. As far as ages of patients that I treat, in the last seven years, I've treated, my youngest patient was 18. My oldest patient was 92. So huge, 
huge range of patients. Average age is 54. And that's because that's around the time of menopause where significant changes occur with the dryness, the thinning of the tissues, the potential pain with intercourse. So average age is 54, but I treat, you know, 20s, 30s, 40s, 50s, 60s, 70s, 80s, all the way to 92. Um, This profession has taught me that sex never has to end. A lot of women um, in the past felt like when I reach a certain age, you know, I just got to hang it up. No more sex for me. That's not true. You can have sex until the day you die. <laughs> and so, um, there's, well, you know, what's that? I, there's a, it's been a while since I've heard it, but it, it's funny as you said that is because you hear about these statistics in rest homes, right? The STD mm-hmm. rate in rest homes is high. You know, they're getting right. it done. Yeah. They're getting it done. They don't have to worry about having babies. Um, they're just spreading um, STDs. That's right. Well, we, we don't <laughs> want that to happen, but they're living life. And for the most part, they're comfortable with, with themselves. They've reached the point where they know their bodies and they, they want. Um, but yeah, I wanted to touch on age and feeling confident with yourself. So if, if you think that there's something wrong with you. So I find a lot of women that are younger are more concerned about tone and tightness. And then the older are more concerned about dryness and pain. So when it comes to tone and tightness, um, most women are normal. When I do an exam, they have great tone. Um, It's just the perception that they have that maybe they're not tight enough. Um, and you know, it could be maybe their partner's not big enough. I don't know what, you know, the situation is, but the procedures that we do build collagen. Um, they basically create more collagen, more elastin, they restore the tone, they create healthy new tissue, they provide more blood flow to the tissue, um, which naturally helps with lubrication. And so we're not tightening the vagina, but we are creating more elasticity, which allows you to feel more. So you have more snugness. So that's where you feel more and then your partner feels more. Um, So that helps a lot with the the younger, and it doesn't have to be younger, but it just seems like that's more of a younger woman's concern. And then the older women who are experiencing the dryness and the pain, I mean, that is huge. You have, you know, couples who have been married for, you know, 20, 30, 40 years. The intimacy is important. You don't want that intimacy to end. But if she's, you know, grinning and uh, she's just taking the pain, that's no fun. That's not fun for her husband and that's not fun for her. And so a lot of women stop having sex, which can unfortunately lead to divorce. It can lead to cheating. It could lead to a lot of, you know, heartache and and emotional pain. So by doing these procedures and rebuilding that healthy tissue, rebuilding their natural lubrication, taking them, I've literally had patients tell me that their pain was off the charts, 11 on a zero to 10 pain scale. And we can bring it down to a zero to two, which to me is a win. If we can get our pain down to zero to two from an 11, I am, you know, ecstatic. Now she can have sex with her partner again, enjoy it. She's happy. He's happy. Um, They have that intimacy in their partnership. And to me, that's one of the most fulfilling things that I do. So to bring it back to how can these procedures help a woman feel better about herself and her relationship with others, you know, it has a lot to do with our function. And if we feel confident, you know, that our vagina is functioning healthy the way that it should, then, you know, you'll feel better about yourself. There'll be less pressure, um, which brings us to orgasm. Cause I think women oftentimes feel a lot of pressure to have an orgasm, which can just take the whole romance part of it out and, turn it into like, oh my God, I have to get this done. And then you can't get it done because of pressure. So we have procedures that can help um, with the orgasm response as well. But um, yeah, I mean, if you feel like your vagina is functioning better and you're not in your head about having an orgasm, it can definitely help with self-confidence. 
Yeah, it, it, it is. You, you, it's so easy. And that's what we talked about on the inner confidence session is it's, you just get so distracted, right? When we're, we're, we're always trying to please your partner. And when you can get out of your head and realize that it feels good for them, it feels good for me, that's when the magic happens. And I think that's mm-hmm. where the communication start, starts, right? It's like, you have to communicate, mm-hmm. you have to be open and honest, you have to have no judgment and with yourself, with your partner. Um, it sounds like if, if I'm all of the things that you were describing, would that be the FEMI lift? I want to talk about the treatments that you provide. And I mean, is mm-hmm. that the FEMI lift that you were pretty much describing to go in and do all of that for the, I mean, I know you have several about for the orgasm and stuff, but the tightening mm-hmm. and the, mm-hmm. the laser resurfacing, right? That's the, the gold yeah, standard. The, the FEMI lift is the, my gold standard for sure. For the last seven years, I've used multiple devices. However, the FEMI lift has had my highest satisfaction rating. I would say 97 to 98% of my patients have been satisfied. Those are the patients that I'm talking about that have been from 18 to 92. Um, The science behind it is that it's a fractional CO2 laser. So you could essentially use laser on the face. When I worked for a plastic surgeon, he would treat um, patients' faces very aggressively under general anesthesia. So to give you kind of a scary visual, When a plastic surgeon would do the fractional CO2 on the face under general anesthesia, when they would wake up, they would look like a total burn victim. It was awful. (laughs) You know, once they were totally healed, um, they would look 10 to 20 years younger. And so we're using the fractional CO2 in the vaginal canal at very safe, tried and true protocol settings. So in the last seven years of the thousands of patients that I've treated, I have never had an adverse event because everything that we do is within a very strict, safe protocol. Um, but the idea is the same. What they're doing to the face at a much more aggressive setting and doing to the vagina is causing new healthy tissue growth. So we're creating tiny little micro injuries throughout the entire vaginal canal to stimulate new collagen, tighten fibers that are already there, stimulate elastin, stimulate more blood flow that um, it basically creates a brand new vagina. So we do this in a series of three treatments based four to six weeks apart because we want your body, we want to give your body time to rejuvenate and heal. So we do one treatment, wait four to six weeks to your second treatment, wait four to six weeks to your third treatment. And then I, as a provider, always do a three-month follow-up because I want to make sure that my patient is happy with her results. And then at that three-month follow-up, we'll do a fourth treatment to basically extend her results results for as long as we can or to get her where she needs to be. Let's say she's still having a tiny bit of urinary incontinence, we can nip that. Let's say she's at a two on a zero to 10 pain scale, let's get you to a zero. Then the recommendation is... Because unfortunately, none of these elective procedures last forever. We have to maintain our face. We have to maintain our bodies. Now with these procedures, we maintain our vaginal health. So the recommendation is once you finish your four procedures, come and see me at least once a year to maintain your results. I do have women who choose to come in every six months. Some choose to come in every nine months. Um, But I wouldn't wait any longer than 12 months because you want to maintain what we've accomplished and not have to restart the whole process all over again. Um, essentially you just don't want to revert to the way that you were. Right. That's the mm-hmm. procedure I had done with you. And it it's all, it's an awakening of the vagina. It was mm-hmm. you, you become hypersensitive. At least I did, right. It was, you just mm-hmm. become a lot more sensitive. It's more stimulating. It's just, it, it you, the description you gave is great, right. You're just, it's mm-hmm. uh, the, it's, it, it's, it's an awakening. It really was. And it was, it just made everything so much better. And, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. And so now I believe I, I know like with you, I'm on the, the yearly maintenance, right? So we did the mm-hmm. first procedures and I just had, um, the first one was holy shit. It was, it, I think it's cause maybe I didn't know what to expect. So it mm-hmm. did, you know, it was a little more, I felt more invasive and it, and mm-hmm. I had some cramping. It wasn't horrible, mm-hmm. you know, nothing too bad, 
but like you said, the lasers on the face, I, you know, I've done photo facials and those are painful. So it was very similar. I think it's just a different area of the body. So you're, it's just, it's a different sensation, but that is the one I've personally had done ladies. And it is amazing. Um, the results are yes. really, I can speak for that for firsthand. So, um, and, I've had it too. and I make sure I get my yearly maintenance in. Yeah. <laughs> So, and but yeah, on it's, a, it's crazy on a how the research is fast. Is so it is fast. You can, you can attest that it is only a five minute or less procedure. So, just like all the lasers are a little snippy, it is quick. <laughs> and and you do the countdown. You do a really good job of distracting because it gets hot, and it's 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 hot. But um, the the downtime because I know you know I I promoted no downtime but with that one there is downtime you can't have sex I think you say for two to three days we wait four and that's hard mm-hmm. I mean if you're if you're sexually active and you're doing it you know it the four days is a hard wait but when you have that first sexual encounter it's like you can just definitely tell a difference it's like holy shit that wow yes. and, you know it's yeah it's like you said it's a brand new vagina. So yes, that is and, a good one. And we make the restriction, you know, for a reason, uh, essentially just nothing in the vagina for three days. And it's just because we don't want to introduce anything that could cause an infection because we did create those tiny little injuries. Um, like no you said, pool. it is no pool yeah. and no hot tub. That was hard in the summertime. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Literally it's like, you, it's, yeah, it's just, it's a short time frame for the results. It's worth it. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Yeah. Okay. Um, so what's your second favorite? Did you want to touch on something else on the Femi left? Did, did we miss oh, anything? Just that um, it is very quick. So like you said, when we do lasers on the face, it is a little bit snippy. When we're doing a laser in the vagina, when I'm deep in the vaginal canal, you have less sensory nerves. So it is more of that slight crampy sensation. As I get closer to the opening, we have more sensory nerves. So that's where it can get a little spicy. But at the point, where Janine wants to kick me in the face or any other woman, <laughs> it's done. We're done. And then when the procedure's over, there isn't any um, sensation of pain. At worst, you might have some tiny mild cramping um, and discharge. So you'd have to wear a panty liner for a few days. I can never predict if a woman's going to have a tiny bit of discharge or you know fill the pad, but all of it is normal. And as long as you follow the three day rule, you will not get an infection. You'll be good to go. Yep. Mm -hmm. Yep. So in that, I know you've said there are very many procedures that complement the Femi lift. What would be your second favorite? I would say the O shot pairs with the Femi lifts like wine and cheese. They just go really well together. Um, I highly recommend doing the O-shot on the second Femilift treatment. I like women to be able to differentiate what the laser is doing versus what the O-shot is doing. So where the Femilift is working on the internal vaginal canal, the O-shot is working on the orgasm response. So basically we would just draw one vial of your blood, spin it down in our centrifuge in the office, Separate your red blood cells from your platelet-rich plasma, which has a ton of growth factor, which is what we want. Um, The whole purpose is to isolate that growth factor and inject it directly into the tissue that we want to rejuvenate. So I'm sure you've heard of, you know, vampire facials where, you know, you get a micro needling or laser procedure and the esthetician will paint PRP on the face. I'm sure you've heard of orthopedic doctors injecting PRP into the joints for patients who have pain related to injuries or arthritis. I'm pretty sure you've heard of PRP injected into the scalp for people who have hair loss and want to, um, you know, put that at hold. And so the doctor who invented the O-shot, his name is Dr. Charles Reynolds, he basically had the idea if PRP can help, you know, with joints, with the face and with the scalp, why not the genitals? So you can do the O shot for women, the orgasm shot, or you can do the P shot for men. It's the exact same procedure, just one is in the penis and one is in the vagina with two totally different goals, of course. So for women, the goal is to wake up the orgasm response, help a little bit with stress incontinence, 
For men, the goal is to have more spontaneous, longer lasting erections with or without their Viagra or Cialis. And so I used to treat men. I I only treat women now, but when I did treat men, they were very happy with that procedure. So how long does, how long does that last? The, what's the the term for that? Uh, the, the O shot and the, the P shot. Yeah. So, I mean, for when you inject it, when, when do they have to come back for another one? How long does it usually last? So it, it's similar to the Femilift. If you're 100% satisfied with your results, it's a yearly maintenance. However, I do have some women who absolutely love it and they come religiously every six months. They're like, give it to me. Give it to me now. <laughs> and so. where is that injected? I know in the vagina, but where in the vagina? Mm-hmm. So I have a hybrid technique. Um, the way that the inventor trains for it is different than the way that I do it, but essentially it's into the clitoral tissue near the urethra and into the G spot. So we're getting everything. Oh, so you're not going in where I thought you would go in. You're more in the top of it. You're more of the top. Clitoris, G spot and urethra. So all of the tissues associated with orgasm, we're getting it. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. I was envisioning you going deep inside with that shot, that syringe. Oh no, you, you want <laughs> to wake up the clitoral and G spot yeah. tissue if you want. Yeah. Oh, nice. Mm-hmm. And then the men, where were you injecting that? Oh, good Lord. That was so many years ago. I'll, I'll leave that to another practitioner to talk about, but a similar amount of injections, um, just in the, in the penis. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Nice. And then who's good candidates for that? Any woman who wants a better orgasm. <laughs> or you said urine, the urine incontinence, it helps that too, right? Definitely. And then uh, to take a step back with urinary incontinence, because, you know, 30% of women experience that and me included not having any children, uh, that's typically caused by a weakening of the pelvic floor and a slight sagging of the urethra. So the reason why the Femilift is very helpful with that is because with the Femilift, we're creating a stronger, healthier vaginal canal that has more support for the bladder, more support for the urethra, and therefore less symptoms of that urinary leakage. And again, this is for you know mild to moderate leakage. Um, if, if you're a severe case and you need surgery, you would probably still need surgery. The Femilift could help you with other reasons, but for mild to moderate stress incontinence, it's great. Um, with the PRP, we're injecting that uh, isolated growth factor into the tissue that we want to rejuvenate. So you're just plumping everything up a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Wow, that's a, impressive. Yeah, I personally think it's more for orgasm response. There are other providers that swear by it for stress incontinence, but I personally feel that it's way more uh, intense for orgasms. So I have a lot of patients who. Notice with age that their orgasms are either more difficult to achieve or less climactic, less, what's the word I'm looking for? Help me out. Aha. Uh-huh. Less aha. Uh-huh. Like the wow, holy shit. My God, that's it. I don't know. Um, well, you know how like, orgasms can be explosive where they can be like, so the, the O shot helps them be explosive again. Okay. And probably longer duration, right? Just like. Yes. A more fulfilling, satisfied orgasm. 100%. Okay. And, then, you know, we women are lucky because we don't have the downtime that men have between orgasms. We have the ability to have multiple orgasms if, you know, we learn our bodies. So, right. And that, I would imagine that that helps that too. So you're not having just one great, you could have the benefit of having multiple with the O-shot. Mm-hmm. Wow. Nice. That's another one that I would say goes for all ages. However, my average age with that is also 54. Um, I have a patient who's been following me for years. She's in her early 70s. And I swear to you, she has more orgasms than anyone I know. She's just, she's taking care of business. And now, so, was she before, or is this been? Is this been her reprieve? This has definitely just 
woken up a new chapter in her life. So um, that's impressive. I know to just go from, you know, cause it, like you said, if there's no age of what we can stop. Right. And, and with growth <laughs> hormones and with, you know um, not with growth hormones with, you know, HTRs and right. Um, um, anyway, with hormone treatment therapy, mm-hmm. we're having sex much longer and, mm-hmm. you know, and feeling better. And it's, yeah, when you can keep that and feel so good about yourself, it's, it's impressive and it's healthy. Mm-hmm. 100%. Yeah. I can personally say that in my early 40s, I am having the best sex of my life. I have a loving partner. But it's more about my relationship with me. Like I know myself. I know my body. I know my vagina is healthy. Um, you and I have talked about alcohol. I've completely cut alcohol out of my life. Uh, there was a time in my 30s that I thought I needed, you know, a glass of wine to loosen up or to feel comfortable with myself. I have better sex sober. Yeah, 100% yeah, you hands down. Sober sex is the best. I know. And you're, you're so right. So many people think they need to be inhibited to have great sex. And it's like, no, you need to be sober and aware of what's going on to have the best sex. And mm-hmm. it, it, it is. And, and like you said, the partner, right? The amazing mm-hmm. partner you found. And that is key too. You know, if you can trust your partner and be able to do all of those amazing things with them. But it, it helps to have the treatments that are helping women and men, you know, to have mm-hmm. the best sex of their lives. Like, you know, it, yeah, to be in your 50s, 70s, 90s, having a, mm-hmm. the, the sex is better than when you were in your 20s and 30s. It's, yeah, mm-hmm. it's, it's impressive. And it gives us hope, you know, that mm-hmm. is, you know, it's not something that's going to be washed away and there's treatments. But I know you do a couple other ones. Um, I'm not, is it the, the Cleovana? Yes. So the Cleovana is the only non-invasive, meaning I'm not inserting anything into the vagina and I'm not injecting anything into the vagina. So that's using sound wave energy into the clitoral tissue. So the Cleovana is all about the clitoris. So it was actually um, started for men. Uh, It's known as Gaines Wave for men. And Essentially, the primary cause of erectile dysfunction is lack of blood flow to the penis. And so this treatment is basically like a jackhammer to the penis, um, I guess in a way like cleaning the penis pipes because we can get, um, what's the word I'm looking for? We can get plaque in all of our vessels, including down there. So with the Gaines Wave treatment, you had a a jackhammer-like a uh, handpiece that treated the entire penis, improving blood flow to the penis by clearing the vessels that were already there, but also stimulating new vessel growth. So it's all about um, blood flow to the penis. It was so effective on men that they tested it on women. And lo and behold, by creating more blood flow to the clitoral tissue, cleaning the clitoral pipes, getting those vessels clear of plaque and stimulating new vessels to the clitoral tissue, you get better orgasms. Wow. So mm-hmm. it's all about blood flow. Wow. Interesting. Mm-hmm. And, and we should wonder too, that, that trial, right? That they're, they're doing it on the penis and like, hey, let's just try it on the clitoris. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and women are like, okay, sign me up. Sign me up. Yes. Yeah. It's amazing how the, you know, with these, yeah, how they go, well, let's try it there and let's try it there. But it makes sense, right? Because the clitoris mm-hmm. and the penis are very similar. You have, you know, mm-hmm. they had the nerve endings and everything are, they go hand in hand. So it makes sense that it would work for both. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's impressive. Okay. And then the other one, Vivive. So Vivive, and there are many, different uh, companies that do radio frequency energy. Um, Vivive actually went out of business because they uh, 
try to, I guess, get FDA approval for helping with stress incontinence and they couldn't get it. I don't know what happened with that company. It's not my favorite procedure. My favorite is Femilift, but it had a place and there are other devices that utilize that energy that have its place. So Vivive was radio frequency energy in the vaginal canal. How that's different from the Femilift is Femilift is using fractional CO2 ablative energy. So with the Femilift, I'm actually creating tiny little micro injuries throughout the entire vaginal canal. With the Vivive and similar devices with the radio frequency, it's not creating tiny little micro injuries. It's simply heating the tissue to a specific time and temperature to build collagen, which works. I did a study for a company called Viora, which is another radio frequency device on the external labia. So it's for toning and tightening of the labia majora and labia minora. I had 20 women of all age ranges in every decade. I did eight treatments, took a photo before and after every single treatment. All women had fabulous results. I had 80-year-old women looking like they had 20-year-old vaginas. So wow. a radio frequency does have a place. It tightens tissue. You can use it on the face. You can use it on the tummy. Um, there's a lot of devices where you can use it on the legs. And in this particular procedure, we're using it on the vaginal tissue. If you want tightening and plumping of the external vaginal tissue, I 100% believe in it and I know it works. When it comes to internal, my preference is the Femilift. Okay. But you said the Vivave, the Vivive is no longer, they did not get the F, they are, they still in business. You know, I, I'm not a hundred percent sure, but I was recently sent um, uh, an article that they may be going out of business. Okay. So yeah, that's what happens when you market inappropriately. So that can lead us into the FDA. Um, with the FDA, they have an issue with the use of the term vaginal rejuvenation. They have an issue with the term rejuvenation in general, whether it's on the face or the vagina. Um, when it comes to the Femilift, which is my favorite procedure, it is compliant um, and it does not claim to cure any of the issues that we've talked about, but it has been shown to treat the general symptoms of genitourinary syndrome of menopause, which is also known as vaginal atrophy, which is all those symptoms that we had talked about, the dryness, the pain. Um, and I 100% believe in it because I've seen it work for the last seven years. Right. So. Yeah. And I know you and I have discussed privately about the FDA and um, mm -hmm. there's a lot of things that for whatever reason, they approve things and they disapprove things. And um, all, yeah, all we can say is we're speaking here of the the thousands of women that you have treated with it and their success stories. And, you know, I would, I would suggest any woman listening tonight or um, on the replay to do your research. And uh, from what I found when I, it was a very quick, right. It was interesting as I did not do research when I had it done. I 100% trusted you. You were in my, you know, gynecologist office and I trusted you guys. And I said, sign me up. And that's not like me. I usually deep dive. And, you know, so when we were, I knew we were going to be talking, I just did a quick search and I'm like, you know, what's going on. So, but all of the information I found was in 2018. Right. And it's like mm -hmm. old information that you know, who knows where that is, the outcome has been, but yeah, everyone, everyone needs to do their research and talk to people. And is that something that, or do you allow, or do your patients allow, um, re like references or, I mean, I know you have testimonials, but sometimes mm -hmm. when you're talking about the vagina and going in and changing it, right. This is a fear. This is why women don't talk about it is it's scary. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. you can say, yeah, I have thousands of satisfied women, but is there some platform or something where these women are speaking freely or where you could send the women to where they can, you know, talk in, to real women that have had this procedure done if they're interested? You know, that is a great question. And, you know, you're providing that now. Thank you. Right. 
Was, and, well, that's it. I was just thinking, well, if there isn't one, we can create one, right? Share this video, but mm-hmm. yeah. I mean, you know, unfortunately nowadays you really do have to deep dive if you want real information. You know, when you're talking about those FDA articles from 2018, I believe they were written by an orthopedic surgeon. What does an orthopedic surgeon have anything to do with vaginas? Like, He might, so- if it was a male, he may have just been unsatisfied by one. I have no idea. Right. <laughs> and so, you know, my question is anyone who is anti vaginal rejuvenation, my question is why? If a woman wants to do something to better herself and better her vagina, she should have the opportunity to do so. Um, I love these procedures. You know, it, I, I would research your provider. I mean, you don't just want to go to someone who does, you know, a family lift twice a year. You want to go to someone who's proficient and knows what they're doing and gets good results. It's just like you wouldn't go to any, you know, Botox provider. You don't want to go to the, you know, $6 a unit Botox provider. You want to go to, you know, a credentialed, provider. So, I mean, a lot of it is common sense. And um, the Femilift, the fractional CO2 technology has been around for ages. Um, I believe it was invented in the 60s and it's been shown and proven to change the tissue in a healthy way. And there are studies that show how the Femilift changes the vaginal tissue, um, which you know, there, there should be a forum where that's easy to look up. I don't know if it is easy to look up at this point. Um, but I don't even know. I think I, I think I tried to look on Femilift and that, I think they're um, pretty secured and locked down. You had to be a a practitioner. I think I was hitting a lot Mm -hmm. of sites, but Mm -hmm. you know, it's, um, I, there has to be, there has to be forums where women are talking about this and, and it makes sense, right? If, if you can do these fractional lasers, like you said, even more invasive there, these people are going under, right. To have these really heavy duty procedures done to their face, mm-hmm. you know, you're like, you said, it's, it, the, va- the vagina is a very, um, it's an amazing thing that it can withstand birthing. Mm-hmm you know, a child, Mm -hmm. it's, you know, so it's like, it just makes sense that why wouldn't it work and why, Mm -hmm. you know, but like I said, all of the stuff I found was 2018 and I I didn't see any new stuff, but you know, you've, you've worked on thousands of satisfied women and that, Mm -hmm. that attests to it. And I, yeah, it's, it's very interesting. And I, I, I love that there are so many procedures that you offer instead of women have women having to go under the knife and, mm-hmm. you know, do full vaginal rejuvenation because mm-hmm. that, you know, that, that, like you said, that's the last step you want to take. Right. And I love how you mentioned privately, you know, with men and their Viagra, how many heart attacks does heart attacks does that cause? but they can still have their Viagra. I know when they're not, cause that makes money. They're making money mm-hmm. off Viagra. So yeah, men are dying all the time with erections and it's like, mm-hmm. but, still but it's okay. Them. Cause I they know. have to have their erections. I know <laughs> what a way to go. I mean, I mean, I'm sure they, but still it, it's mm-hmm. true. It's like it. Yeah. Thank you for bringing that up. Cause it is, it's true. It's like, yeah, they're, Dying with hard-ons, but Viagra is still being sold. And Viagra mm-hmm. is good. Viagra is a good, right? It, it saves a lot of men. Because mm-hmm. a lot of men, are they going to go in and get the injection, right? I, I, mm-hmm. I would imagine I, it, 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 it's awareness. It's awareness. Mm-hmm. A lot of men don't know that that is available. There's a lot of procedures for men out there now. The, 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 uh, um, the implants. I guess now they're made with the um, same material that the gummy bear implant for women mm-hmm. are, you know, and so they've come a long way with the implants for men. I mean, they're the technology and stuff. Yeah. 2023 has been, uh, it's, it's, it's amazing year to have these treatments done mm-hmm. a lot of them out there. And thank God for people like you that mm-hmm. bring awareness to women and, and because sex is so important, if, like you said, yeah. women of all ages and, 
um, when you feel good and your partner feels good, it, it's, it's great. Mm-hmm. And I do want to touch really quickly on hormone replacement, because I do think having your hormones balanced is key to feeling good emotionally and physically. However, I do have patients who are breast cancer survivors and hormone replacement is not an option. And some of my breast cancer survivor patients have the worst atrophy, um, which is, I just feel, I feel so bad for them because, you know, they want to be intimate with their partners. They survive so much and it's excruciatingly painful. So because they don't have the hormone replacement as an option, the only option is to treat the tissue directly with the Femilift laser and the O-Shot, and we get great results for them as well. So, you know, this is just another way that I feel like I'm helping women who otherwise don't have an alternative. I don't know if you know this question, but and I don't know if you can speak on it, but is it the chemotherapy that just destroys the, at the cellular level? Is that what's causing the atrophy in these women? Um, a lot of these women are put into menopause um, because of the chemo or, you know, maybe they've had a hysterectomy or whatever the case may be. They're just thrown into menopause um, and the chemo can be super detrimental. They could have had radiation, whatever the case may be. Um a lot of them are on estrogen suppression, which throws them into early menopause. So they get all the symptoms of the dryness and the pain. Got it. Oh my gosh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. Thank God for you. Thank God for Femilift. Well, <laughs> yeah. Thank God for Femilift. Thank God for that doctor seven years ago too, that turned you on to it. Cause I know you're so passionate about it. And that is mm-hmm. what is so attractive is when you have found your calling. You used to, what was that t-shirt you used to wear? You want great orgasms contact. What was it? You had, you always wore a cute little. Oh, do you want better sex? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I was like, I want one of those t-shirts, but I'm, I can't help you guys go to Cheryl. Yeah. I love the t-shirt. It was always a different t-shirt, right? I think you always had another, a a different, I don't know. I think I saw a couple of sayings, but Anything else you mm-hmm. want to touch on? This has been very informative. We have a couple people live. If you guys have mm-hmm. questions, drop those in the Q&A. Um, we'll give you a couple minutes to do that. But Cheryl, if you have anything you want to touch on? I think um, my final message is that it shouldn't be uncomfortable to talk about your vagina or your sexual health. And I think the reason why um, women come to me is because I just make it comfortable. Um, it doesn't have to be this this stale clinical thing, you know. We can just be like two girls, you know, having a cup of coffee together um, and just talk. You know, tell me what your concerns are. Tell me what's bothering you, and we can make a plan um, to feel better. So whether it's function or um, your looks down there, we can, you know, go over your options and create a plan. So nothing is, we can talk about anything. Yeah. And that's what I loved about you is you, you are so welcoming and so compassionate and you, you, you trustworthy, right? You know, that it's, it's between us and it stays between us. And um, if you guys have liked today's session, I, please head to Instagram and follow Cheryl at love Cheryl Schaff. That's C-H-E-R-Y-L-S-C-H-A-A-F. I bet she will allow you to slide into her DM and you can ask her some questions, tell her you saw her in the moment. Um, I know that those questions will stay private, but if you have any questions for her or if you're here in Arizona, Uh, book a consultation or a treatment at the Hills Beauty Salon and Spa. It's located in Scottsdale, Arizona. They too are on Instagram. Um, That is their handle, is their name. And Cheryl, I just want to say thank you so much for sitting down with me tonight and talking about this. It's so important. And like you just touched on, I, you know, if, if you guys just know you have to love your body, you know, we are who we are. We're given the gift of this beautiful vessel and, you know, 
we're all normal. And like Cheryl said, we're all beautiful and everything is normal. But if something is bothering you, there's treatments out there from, she's treated people from 18 to 91. And, you know, if, if you're not in Arizona, um, hopefully, yeah, reach out to either one of us and we could try to help you. I know someone reached out to me on Instagram. I think you saw it, Cheryl, I tagged you. Um, you know, some of these clinics are being shut down across the United States for whatever reasons. Um, so women are having a hard time finding the Femi lift in their area, but a quick flight to Scottsdale, Arizona could uh, fix that for you. But again, I want to say everybody, thank you for watching us today and being live with us and on the replay. And thank you for what you do. You're making women feel so confident and secure, and you're making everybody have amazing sex. And um, I know that our my partner uh, says thank you, and I say thank you. And you're a beautiful person inside and out, and I always love our visits. Oh, thank you, Jeanine. Thank you for creating this platform. I appreciate you, and I think women will be so thankful for this too. Well, thank you, guys. All right, no questions have come in. I know it's a hot, it's a hard topic, but like I said, if you guys have anything afterward, uh, DM either one of us, and we'll be happy to answer your questions. Okay? So everybody, good night, and thank you. If you liked this session today. Be sure to register to join us live in the moment. For an updated schedule of events and upcoming guests, be sure to head over to JanineRotter.com and check out the events page or find me on my Instagram at my handle in the moment underscore live. I can't wait to see you in the moment. <laughs>